2: Ah. Uh.
3: To the my I go no I'm a mama see a mess. Ojenna mo, Ojenna ma. Do chukwa ma. Obatu la dema. Ebu badika, Ebu badika, Ebu badika, Ebu badika. Chukwa You You Tu mi kuchasia chukwa abe na nigi be kwe me i karabi le i o See words you've done for me
4: ah. See how you set me free You were the living God you've done for me, see how you delivered me, you were the living God of
5: Welcome to today's show, karibu karibu. Welcome. I go by the name Tracy Congo, and you are listening to On Fire Agape Radio. Be ready for a great show lined up for you. We love you, our listeners, wherever you are. Karibu karibu sana <clears throat>
2: we
1: sing together Be your prayer.
6: to lift your hands heavenward one more time. Well, Lord, this is that ocean. This is that place, Father, where You lead us. Faith without borders. Lord, I pray tonight in Jesus' Name as we step out and into all that You have for us, as we have the courage sometimes to step into the great unknown, that there we meet Jesus, and we meet the will of God, and we meet the purpose of God, and we meet the promise of God, and we meet the goodness of God. Lord, give us that courage. Give us that Holy Spirit boldness to keep on trusting You, to walk on those waters. Lord, to go into that great unknown at times, but knowing that the God of all knowledge, omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent God, that you lead us, you take us. Father, we thank you for what you've accomplished here tonight. Lord, it's only the start. We're excited about Jerusalem, the temple, just a couple of days' time. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. You guys be blessed.
5: To God, thank you so much for that good music. We have great music, awesome music, powerful music lined up for today's show. And now, people, before I even continue, we want to welcome the man of God, Pastor Francis Karoga, to give us the word of God. Are we ready? Open your heart for it, Karibu Sana, man of God, Pastor Francis Karoga.
7: Praise the name of the Lord, dear listeners of On Fire Agape Radio Ministry, God bless you so much for always keeping it right here. My name is Pastor Francis from Kenya, I'm preaching with the Grace Covenant Church, and I'm born again of the incorruptible seed, which is the word of God that lives and abides forever. I thank God always for His grace, for His kindness, and even for the privilege to represent Him uh, here on earth. It is an incredible honor for sure. Today, we are looking at the book of Romans chapter 6 from verses 11 uh, to verses uh, 14. And the Bible reads, Likewise, you also, Let yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that it should obey it in its lust. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. (laughs) Hallelujah. Today, uh, let's talk about um, experiencing God's power by yielding ourselves unto the Spirit of God. Amen. Walking in the Spirit, that could be the other words for the same. Now, the previous uh, lesson, we looked at it from verse 7 all the way to uh, verse 10, and we saw that uh, death has got no dominion over us. Um, uh, just as, it did, uh, as Christ died and rose again, we died and rose with him in the spirit. Death was, uh, de- uh, was deprived of its power. Over us that believe in Jesus Christ amen now today we are also looking at um, uh, how we should be able to look at ourselves um, this is basically achieved by the knowledge that we are acquiring uh, that uh, the knowledge we are obtaining day by day as you continue in the fellowship with our Lord on the basis of his word there is that knowledge that is coming by, which is helping us now to know how we should look at ourselves, just like the way we are being looked at from the heavens, amen. The more we look at the Bible, the more the eyes of our, of our heart are being opened so that we can see things through the eyes of God, so that we can speak what God is speaking, we can see what God is saying. We can do what God is doing. That is the aim of God through sanctification of our souls. Now, the Bible is saying, likewise, you also lack yourselves to be dead indeed to sin. Amen. Christ died in in verse 9 and 10. Christ died, uh, was buried, and he rose again. And therefore, dead no longer has dominion over him because he was raised from the dead. Amen. So he lived the life, the, die, the day that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. And that is exactly what now verse 11 is saying, that we should also look at ourselves in the same way. That um, we also died to sin. Um, we died to sin the moment we believed in the gospel we died to sin and this basically referring to the sin in nature all the evil nature the flesh that is in us <laughs> praise the name of the lord we died to eat it, it was um uh, deprived of its power as a king to reign over us so that now we are not under the law but under grace so that dominion uh, of, of sin is no longer there. Verse 14 is saying, for sin shall not have dominion over you. What that means is that that evil nature um, does work as a king or as a kingdom over the people that are not born of God. But as for us who have believed in the gospel of Jesus Christ, we have been born of God it has happened by the grace of God, we have been liberated, we have been set free from that king, Satan. We have been set free from that king, Satan, who only a rule through sin, and therefore we are no longer under uh, his uh, dominion, but now we are under the dominion of yet another one who is Christ himself, who is the king of uh, righteousness? Praise the name of the Lord. Satan is the king of darkness, the king of evilness. He uses evilness uh, in his kingdom. That is basically what happens. Now, the Bible is saying that we should reckon. We should reckon ourselves to be dead indeed to sin. That is to consider, uh, to consider the fact. All to rely upon, to know that we have died and to begin working with that kind of knowledge. We have died to sin, we have died to that nature of evilness, we have died to that power that was reigning of us prior to our knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now uh, we should uh, know for sure we have died to that so that we are no longer slaves of unrighteousness. We are no longer slaves of Satan, neither can that be, for we have died. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, um, it says we are alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. When we believed in the gospel, our spirit was raised from the dead, and we were given the Holy Spirit, so that now we are living, and the God is not of the dead, but of the living. We are living in the realm of the spirit. We are so much alive. But as far as the sin is concerned, we have died to that. Our spirit have died to that. Amen. So we are being told, Lecon, yourself, to be dead indeed to sin. Now, when, 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 when you look at the book of Romans chapter 7, it gives us an analogy right there. And uh, this is very important because in the book of First Corinthians chapter 15 is the place where it says that um, uh, the sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. Hallelujah. Now, if we die to this sin, then w- what exactly is giving us the evidence? What is uh, giving us, you know, the reason to stand up and say, surely, I am free indeed. Uh, there is an analogy here. In Romans chapter 7 from on the Bible say oh do you not know brethren for I speak to those who know the law that the law has dominion over a man as long as he lives for a, for the woman who has a husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives but if uh, the husband dies he she is released from the law of her husband so then if while her husband lives, she marries another man she will be called an adulteress but if a husband dies she is free from that law so that she is no adulteress though she has married another man therefore my brethren you also have become dead to the law through the body of christ that you may be married to another to him who was raised from the dead that we should bear fruit to god praise the name of the lord now what an incredible analogy Uh, that is addressing to people who know what the law says and that we are not in a position to keep this law. And as long as this law uh, uh, exists, anybody who is not born of God then uh, will always end up being a breaker of that law, will always live in condemnation, will always be a slave. Now, the Bible is saying that this law is considered to be a husband and that the people are living under the law and uh, wives. So as long as as long as the husband is alive then uh, 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 this woman is not supposed to marry another. If she does, will be called an adulteress. So for God to be able to give us salvation, what did he do? Jesus Christ was sent and fulfilled the law on the cross. Now when you and I believe in the gospel, what happened is that we died to that law. That is what the book of Romans chapter 10 and verse 4 says, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Praise the name of the Lord. When you believe in Jesus, when you believe in the gospel, when you believe in the, the message of the cross, when you follow the death of Jesus, the body of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, then you end up being raised together with him. And, and, and basically what, 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 what you obtain is rebirth also from that law. You die to that law. Praise the name of the Lord you see that it's not the law that is being killed it is you that dies to the law and therefore christ becomes the end of the law now to those who are made righteous because the law was not meant for the righteous but for the lawbreakers for the murderers for thieves uh uh it, it for for, for uh, for Sodom, for sodomy and for all those things. It is written in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 1 from verse 8. All those details are recorded there. That the law was not uh, was not written for the righteous, but it was written for all the rest of the lawbreakers and even for the sinners. Praise the name of the Lord. If you are a sinner, then the law is for you. You will eventually end up in hell if you do not um, turn your eyes to Jesus. The law basically is what uh, um, when it is used, lawfully against you that is a sinner, then you become so guilty of your sin and the remedy is that you need to believe in the gospel of Christ Jesus because he is the end of that law so that you become righteous and move on serving the Lord by faith and walking in the spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, very interesting here. The Bible is helping us to see that when we believe in Jesus Christ, we die to that law uh, through the body of Christ, so that that is now by faith, that we may be married to another. Okay? We may be married to another, to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. So we die to the law that we might be married to another. That is a matter of faith. So when you choose to believe in the gospel, you choose to stop believing in yourself, believing in anything else, but rather believing in the one who has died for you. So you become what he had intended from the beginning. And that was what Skerod says that, uh, that uh, the corn yourself to be dead indeed to sin. You have died to sin, but alive to God in Christ our Lord. You are, uh, uh, you are married already. You are married, and uh, now you are where Christ is. The, 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 when, 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 a, when a man marries his bride, he, he walks and stays and takes care of his bride. Where Christ is, so is the bride praise the name of the Lord where Christ is so is the wife and the wife here is the church and the church is the body and this body is a spiritual thing it is formed of the spirits of the regenerate. Hallelujah <laughs> so if uh, you cannot see the invisible head of the Christ, neither can you see his body, because his body too is invisible. It is, fo- it, it is formed of uh, the spirits of them that have been raised again. Praise the name of the Lord. And that is how we are married. So you should uh, therefore record, consider the fact that you don't belong to another husband, but to only one, and that is Jesus Christ. Now, the says, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its last praise the name of the lord do not let Mm -hmm. or in other words stop letting or stop doing you know do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in its last you are not to let the sin reign in your mortal body now this thing was already deprived of its power. It has got no power. Though it is there in the flesh, the nature of evilness, it has got no power over a believer. Um, But you as a believer can allow it to have power, can allow it to reign. So you are told you should not obey it in its lust. On the contrary, what are you supposed to do? You are told, and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourself to God and, and and being alive from the dead and your members as instrument of righteousness to God. You are being told here that, that you should not present your members as instrument of unrighteousness to sin. So this um, signature, repeat again, which basically could be uh, uh, applying, uh, like, the evilness, uh, the nature of evilness. You know, you and I, we have those desires. There are those lustful desires. We, We are born again. We have the Holy Spirit in us. But we struggle a lot with some issues because there is that nature of evilness in us. But it has got no power. You and I have been uh, ha, ha, have been able to receive a new a new creation, a divine nature in us. So now the book of um, the book of um, Galatians chapter five is helping us to understand what that is all about. Galatians chapter five, verse sixteen, which also is talking about sanctification through the Spirit, not the law. It says i said then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish <laughs> oh praise the name of the lord now apostle paul here is telling us uh in the spirit saying that we should not walk in the spirit now we should walk in the spirit rather we should walk in the spirit and so that we shall, we shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So one way of not letting the sin to reign over your mortal body, uh, it is just walking in the spirit. It is just that, walking in the spirit. And walking in the spirit basically means that um, you look at the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verse 16, that says, that, Let the word of God... Dwell in you, richly, with all wisdom, admonishing one another with spiritual songs, spiritual hymn, singing in your heart the songs of grace. And verse seventeen says that whatever you do, be it in one soul, do it in the name of um, uh, the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, praise the name of the Lord. Now. That is basically talking of walking, walking in the Spirit. It is basically allowing the Word of God to dwell in you, allowing the Word of God to have a say, allowing the Word of God to be applied in every decision-making. Wow! This is basically walking in the Spirit, because the Word itself is the Spirit. The Word itself is the truth. The Word of itself is God. It is the Spirit. It is Jesus Christ. Wow! The other word you can also look at it is walking in the spirit could be also implying that be in the fellowship, be in the fellowship with the word of God and with the brethren that is walking in the spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. Why? Why is this important? Because verse 17 is taking us back to the subject of Romans saying, for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish there is the flesh in you and there is the flesh the spirit in you they last against one another so there is a conflict in you so that when you when you choose to walk in the spirit when you choose to be in the fellowship when you choose to fellowship with the word of god uh basically what happens is that you silence you silence the demands of the flesh, the nature of evilness. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, Apostle James, uh, as I wind up, would also help us to look at it, uh, uh, to look at it better, because he now states as it is, uh, James chapter one, and and, and verses um, twenty one, he speaks to the church and says. Therefore, lay aside all fitness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, Apostle James here is reminding the people that are born of God, people that have been perfected, they are righteous, they are holy, you know, they their spirit are hidden in Christ in God, but their souls Need to be sanctified. That is what we call salvation in the present tense. It says, therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. These people are saved. What does it mean that um, that when they lay aside the filthiness and the overflow of wickedness, that um, uh, the, the 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 implanted word in them will save their soul. It, it is speaking of the is speaking of um, the present sent salvation, which is basically sanctification is a continuous process until Christ glorifies these our bodies. Now James is reminding the people that hey you are born again. Uh, the sin of the past, the present, the future have been taken away. However, your souls need to be sanctified. Uh, James is trying to help the brethren to know, why do you why do you produce sometimes evenness? Why do they come from you sometimes? Why do you envy? Why are there some brethren are so much tempted in committing adultery, fighting back and revenge and so many things that happens amongst you as brethren? Mhm. <laughs> you say, that is what is happening in the soul. It is not coming from the spirit. It is coming from your soul. And the only remedy it is for you to lay aside all this filthiness and overflow of wickedness. How do you do that? It is by receiving with meekness the implanted word. You already have the word in you. You just need to get renewed. Your mind needs to be renewed. You need a fellowship. You need to be reminded. You need to walk in the spirit you need to let the word of god dwell in you you need to have you need to allow the word of god to have a say you need to let the commanding power of the word of god to work to take the preeminence and in that way you will lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness where is it coming from from the soul it is the soul that want to marry a second wife, it is the soul that want that car, it is the soul that want want to eat that chicken, it is the soul that want this or the other uh, as far as these things are to do with the body. That is coming from the soul. And that brings to us the awareness of the fact that um, um, there can be an overflow of wickedness from the soul of a believer. There can, be, uh, there can be all manner of healthiness in the soul of a believer. It doesn't mean that he's not born of God. He is. But uh, his soul is not yet justified. Justification has taken place upon his spirit. The soul is being sanctified continuously until Christ comes and glorifies the body that we have. Praise the name of the Lord. All this is the plan and the mechanism of God's uh, system of salvation. It's amazing, friends. So amazing. So the word of God has already been implanted in you. When you received and you are justified, the word of God is in you. What do you need to lay re- aside all this filthiness? What do you need uh, so as not to let you um, you know so as not to let your members to be to be used as instrument of unrighteousness to sin it is basically to engage the implanted word the word has the power you are already you are already in another kingdom do not allow the element of yet another kingdom to reign over your over over your mortal bodies because it cannot happen they cannot be a king over you because you're not under the law you're no longer under the dominion of the law Praise the name of Jesus. You are no longer under the dominion of sin because you are not under the law. So you are told, uh, do not let sin reign in your mortal body. Do not. And you should, that you should obey it in its last. Do not. Um, On the contrary, you are to present your members as instrument of righteousness to God because that is where you belong to the sin or to Satan you can only present some part of your members because um, you do not belong there Uh, this is how you can end up uh, 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 lending your mind your eyes to lust this is where you can lend your hands to stealing This is where your feet can walk into places that are are not orderly for a believer. This is where your mouth can speak lies, deception, and many uh, can deceive others and and, and gossip and many other things. Now, all these things, we can only present our members uh, to sin that it may be able to serve as slaves of unrighteousness. Uh, But you are told... Offer yourselves to God as being alive from the dead. Recon yourself to be dead to sin, but alive to God. That's something you should recon. And know this for sure, that the entire of you belongs to God. Offer offer there for yourself to God, holily. Why? The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse and is saying that don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who dwells in you, and that you are not of your own, for you have been bought at a place. He said, therefore glorify God with your body and your spirit, which belongs to God. Praise the name of the Lord. That's why here, he, 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 uh, he tells us, offer yourselves, because that is the best, that is the better option. And that is uh, uh, one of the easiest option, offer yourselves to where you belong. That is where you belong. And therefore, as a result, then your members who practically become, uh, become instruments, all weapons of, of righteousness to God. Praise the name of the Lord. But that is what uh, the, uh, the, the, the subject of today is helping us to see, that um, the more we know who we are in Christ, the more then we offer ourselves to God. And therefore, our members become weapons of of righteousness to God. Praise the name of the Lord. All that we need, it is already within us. We We just need to be renewed. We just need to continue offering ourselves to be transformed by the renewing of our mind by the word of God. Application of the word silences the power of Satan and his sin. Father, we thank you. We worship you and you glorify your name. Thank you because of these gospel truths that are helping us indeed to know our identity and to realize that you did so much on the cross when you died and of course when you rose again. uh, For this reason, we have been justified uh, by so much believing that indeed uh, our Lord is alive. So we are alive as he is and therefore we have died to sin. Death no longer has dominion over us. We have also died to the law. Therefore, our sins shall not have dominion over us, for we are not under the law. Thank you so much. Lord Jesus, thank you for taking time to die for us. Thank you for taking time also to explain this through the apostles that you have appointed. Oh Lord, follow this word in our life. To establish your faith, to establish your righteousness in us. Mm, Help us to experience your power, your love and your goodness more and more now, now that we believe in you. Holy Spirit, take the preeminence and manifest the glory of the Lord in us and through us to the glory and honor of the King King of Kings. Lord, I want to thank you even for these uh, uh, on fire. Uh, Agape Ministry Radio, may you continue to expand its boundary. Lord, many people will hear the gospel. Many will be born of you. Many marriages will be restored. Many families will be reconciled. Lord, uh, many many, even uh, many many, many professions, God Almighty, will be realized. Lord, uh, many businesses oh God Almighty will be established. A lot more than what we think or imagine is going to happen because your word comes in with this kind of realization. Your word is you and your word is power. It is the same that spoke the universe into existence and nothing was able to resist it from happening. Therefore, we thank you because by the same word, everything exists. We worship you, Jehovah, and we give you glory that you deserve. In Jesus' name we do pray and believe. Amen. Thank you so much, my dear listener. God bless you and continue keeping it right here.
5: Oh, yes. Powerful preaching, powerful teachings from Pastor Francis Karoga. Thank you so much, man of God. We are always blessed by your preaching. May God favor you and may God open doors for you. Amen, amen. I believe that our listeners out there, wherever you are, that you are blessed by today's word. And now, my friends, it's time to say goodbye. But before I go, I have some good news here. On Fire Agape Radio, you can advertise with us. And the number to contact us is 0748-761282. Let me repeat the number. 748 761282 you can call us and we we'll can get back to you. Thank you so much. Until we meet next time, same place, same time. Remember to sanitize, remember to keep safe. Amen. Goodbye.
2: Come on everybody,
0: get your feet happy. Let's go. Come on.